Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, the home of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Heinz Field, it has a new name. The team made it official late yesterday. From here on out, it's Acrisure Stadium. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. It's annoying. I don't like it. And I'm not alone. We're here with the Post-Gazette's Brian Bacco to talk about what comes next. It's Tuesday, July 12th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. Acresure. 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 Acresure Stadium. Acrisure Stadium? Acrisure. 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 No. It's it's the end of the day. I'm hot. No. So, Brian, who is Acrisure? How long do I have to enjoy this? I didn't, I've never heard of them until Monday morning. (laughs) I don't think anybody in Western Pennsylvania really had, uh, but they're an insurance brokerage firm in the uh, financial tech uh, realm, fintech, apparently, I guess it's called, or. Fine tech. I, I don't know how to pronounce that either, being somebody who just writes about sports for a living. But, uh, but I mean, they're not based here. They're based in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, a lot of people would, would assume that if a non-Pittsburgh entity was, was going to come in and put their name, slap it right there on, uh, on the Steelers venue, that it would be some, na- you know, national conglomerate. And yet it's just this, uh, I guess, you know, fast growing uh, business in uh, in Michigan who has some connection to uh, Steelers minority owner Thomas Tull. I believe they uh, they purchased his Tullco Corporation not too long ago. So there's the kind of connection, but it uh, it still came out of left field for a lot of Steelers fans, I think. Yeah, it's going to be the name. It's a terrible name. It's, it's a terrible name. It's <laughs> really it's really rough. Um I, you know, I feel for fans who have become so uh, intertwined with saying Heinz Field and, you know, going and attending games there every year, maybe every game if you're a season ticket holder. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, the, the poor folks at, at Acrisure, I mean, uh, you know, they've got a lot of money to throw around, so I'm not feeling bad for them. But uh, a no. lot of referendums on the name that they chose for their yeah. company, uh, however long ago when, when they started. As they wipe their tears with their money, um, there's a, there's a lot of tech companies that have uh, bought the naming rights to a lot of different stadiums and arenas. Now, uh, I'm the most recent one that I'm thinking of is the Lakers, um, right. Staples Center now being Crypto.com, which is always a hilarious uh, juxtaposition because Staples is now like the most obsolete store, <laughs> brick and mortar wise uh, on earth. And, you know, then they give way to a crypto company. So I did have some Steelers fans tweeting me like, man, I wish it would have been one of these, uh, you know, crypto companies that uh, people would have been even more confused. <laughs> What's going on here? But I guess it's a little bit more of a traditional uh, outfit taken over. Even even more confusing. I feel like also, oddly enough, I mean, eventually probably crypto is going to be kind of like obsolete. But what were the best tweets that you got about this? Um, you know, there, there's definitely some real vitriol. And, you know, it's funny, Morgan, like especially in sports, anytime there's something new, there's always some backlash. Right. I mean, a team yeah. changes its nickname like you've seen uh, with the Washington football team and the Cleveland mm-hmm. baseball team in recent years. Everybody always dunks on it. I, I kind of feel for these teams that make that decision and 
it's kind of like no matter what you pick, people are going to hate it because it's different. Yeah. Same thing happens with jerseys when they change. And mm-hmm. uh, and, and in this case, it's a, the name of a stadium, which, you know, Steelers fans hadn't really had to go through uh, since this venue was built uh, back in 2000. So I think back then I was just reading an article from the Post-Gazette in 2001 where they announced that Heinz was going to have their name on it, that, you know, people were kind of joking about it and, and making fun of it. And it had the ketchup bottles in the, the north end of the, or the open end of the stadium. And it was kind of cute. But I think the negative reaction is going to stick here based on the engagement I've gotten on Twitter and in my Steelers chat on postgazette.com just because of, you know, like we said at the top, complete outsiders. No one had ever heard of them. I don't think the layman can even really fathom, myself included, what it is this company does. So it right. it, it really we, just we know we know what Heinz does, right? It, it so really just feels like a cash grab all around, basically. So uh, I know we were talking off air about you know googling Acrisure and figuring out how to say the name. Like I imagine today will kind of be the peak of uh, what this naming rights deal does to drive attention to their company, but. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be on the stadium for uh, the team announced it as a 15-year agreement. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a tough one for a, a lot of longtime diehard fans to wrap their head around because Heinz was a corporate sponsor, yes, but it was at least rooted uh, in a local company and a local family. So, uh, you know, we all know Pittsburgh's a pretty parochial place, and uh, this is throwing a wrench into that for sure. Producer Mallory Falk and I talked to a bunch of people yesterday afternoon. Um, She was in Squirrel Hill. I went to the Strip. Here's a little bit of what we heard. And what do you think about the name change? It's stupid. Oh, it was definitely surprising. Didn't see it coming. I got a buddy, a co-worker on the inside. He works down there. He didn't even know they were going to be even in negotiations. But it's it's definitely surprising to see Heinz backing out and um, going with an insurance broker from Michigan. I mean, I'm open to change, and if it was something else, maybe if it was Pittsburgh-based, something that people would be able to pronounce and readily identify as being associated with Pittsburgh, I'd be okay with it. Well, you're talking about the football stadium. Oh, I think Heinz is making a big mistake. Steelers are a good team. I think they're making a terrible mistake. <laughs> that name do sound way too difficult to pronounce. Um, I don't think it'll matter. Um, everybody knows it is Heinzfield, so I think they're just doing it for the money. Yeah. The extra couple dollars. It's always going to be Heinz Field. I feel like even with the change, it's not going to be any different. Well, so 15 years, such a long time. How did all of this happen? Like, how did this deal kind of come together? Yeah, so at the Post-Gazette, we have a business reporter, Mark Belko, who's who's really always on top of, of these uh, things of that nature with the, you know, the naming rights to the stadiums and how the Steelers kind of interact with the entities that are in charge of running the stadiums. And back in March, he had a story that uh, they were looking forward to, to renewing the the lease or the agreement with Heinz for at least one more year. It, it had been known in recent years that the initial 20-year agreement uh, was was coming, you know, it was about to expire. So a lot of people were sort of wondering, the, I don't want to say nerds, but the people who are into this kind of thing yeah. were wondering what's going to happen to it. It's obviously a very uh, specific subset uh, of, of consumer who's interested in the names of stadiums. Um, you know, that was the last that we'd heard. Uh, I think team uh, president Art Rooney II had said, used the word that he was optimistic um, that, that it was going to continue to be Heinz Field. So, um, you know, that makes you at least a little bit skeptical of, uh, of kind of why things broke down there and just how much um, this Acrisure company was willing to fork over uh, to do this. And I think the other 
you know, kind of interesting part of how it came about and maybe why or what some fans would have wanted to see instead. You know, I think there's there's a natural pushback on the the kind of corporate greed and, and soulless decision making yeah. that comes with stuff like this. <laughs> However, uh, we know that the Steelers are they're running a business and cutthroat decisions are made every day. This is just one very high profile one that, that you'll think about uh, on a daily basis. But some other teams have done this. The Kansas City mm-hmm. Chiefs uh, last year at this time, basically, I think their fan base was going through a very similar uh, journey because their famous Arrowhead Stadium uh, for the first time sold its naming rights to uh, a, a company called GEHA, which is uh, headquartered in, in Missouri. And uh, it's now GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. So they've kind of they split the difference between Awful. the respect yeah the respect <laughs> like the traditional name but also getting some of that corporate money and uh yeah. the denver broncos their famous field Ugh. is mile high stadium but it's i think as of 2019 it's in power field at mile high so you've seen a couple teams try to thread the needle of this is a good bottom line move for us but we don't want to alienate our fans i just think it's right. kind of interesting and i and i would wonder if the steelers and Acresure had any negotiations of uh of maybe doing that you know i my personal yeah. idea I, i'm not uh <laughs> running a multi-billion dollar company but could you have done acrisure field at three rivers or something like that to pay homage to the former stadium i don't know that obviously would detract a little bit from the whole uh intention of, of putting your name on a venue but i think that's also something that that kind of has some people scratching their head a little bit and wondering uh just how much the fans were were considered in a move like this I talked to somebody yesterday in the strip who was at Heinz, which I'm sticking with that name, so I'm not I'm not <laughs> switching over to AccuSure. <laughs> they're, they're not paying you, Morgan, so you call they're it whatever not paying you want. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, they, they said that they were already in the process of taking down all the Heinz logos and the signs. They were no longer saying Heinz Field, so they're already starting. What are they gonna put there now? Especially because it is an insurance company. It's not like it represents any big brand to put up there, but. We'll see. We'll see. What's going to happen to the two giant ketchup bottles above the video board, like, or the Heinz Red Zone? One of our listeners, uh, Maggie, said she's voting for the Acrisure Actuary Zone. That doesn't have the same, that doesn't roll off the tongue like the. <laughs> Brian's wiping his face right now. No, I'm, <laughs> face, I'm face palming over here. That's, that's brutal. I mean, it's a tongue in cheek question, but really, the ketchup bottles. You know, covering the the NFL as I have for for three seasons now, going into year four, I've been to almost half the stadiums in the league, and it's different than baseball stadiums. I mean, you can pl- play around a lot with the construction of your venue for a baseball field, where football fields, uh, you know, it's it's a hundred yard field to ten yard end zones. There's only so much you can do, but Heinz did have a certain personality to it, I think, with the kind of goofy catch up on the scoreboard and. Um, you know, it's it's got the rotundas, I think, uh, that, you know, look out over to the river that, that give it a little bit of um, a different vibe than some other stadiums. So you are still going to have that to an extent. But uh, I, I do think that, you know, putting this, uh, I'll say it again, just random name on it uh, yeah. is, is going to make people, uh, you know, it's going to just kind of uh, absorb into the NFL stadium landscape a little bit more than it used to. So maybe they'll find a way to uh, continue to incorporate those ketchup bottles. I guess that would be a little strange for the people pushing the papers at Acresure uh, to justify yeah. that. But 
Um, yeah, I, I just, you know, you'd like to see them keep some semblance of, uh, of what made it a special and distinct environment for the Steelers. And mm-hmm. I know that at the end of their press release they put out on Monday, uh, they said, you know, part of the enhancements that will be possible with this financial agreement will be uh, changing stadium signage. And, you know, we'll see what this does to allow them in, in more flexibility in terms of renovations and things of that nature. But the cynic in me always says, okay, even if you make the stadium nicer, what's going to come next? Probably higher priced tickets. So mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. we'll, I'm sure uh, Art Rooney II will face questions uh, such as that at his press conference. Uh, he usually plays things pretty close to the vest, so we'll, we'll see how he responds. Producer Megan Harris talked to Senator Wayne Fontana. The stadium is in his district, and he's the chair of the city's Sports and Exhibition Authority. So he was... I guess just as surprised as we all were. We weren't part of any negotiations or anything like that. Um, the, the, the lease, uh, you know, explicitly states that that's up to the team of uh, uh, the negotiating, the naming rights are all, all on them. But I certainly understand that, you know, this is business and, uh, you know, they apparently uh, stepped up and, and, uh, even though they're not a local company, they do have local ties. So if it's not going to be Heinz Field, maybe it'll be, you know, Heinz Section or Heinz Club or Heinz, uh, you know, they'll keep some some uh, mustard-looking seats. So we'll encourage them. <laughs> yeah, it, it should be interesting to see if, if Heinz can remain involved in, in any way. Um, you know, I do think that uh, Pitt, Pittsburgh is a town that, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of resistance to change, I think, at times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of Morgan alluded to it earlier. Are P- and this is another thing that a, a ton of people have been talking about, at least on my timeline. Are you still just going to call it Heinz Field? You know, we're bringing up, uh, you know, all the old uh, places like that concert venue in, in Burgettstown, PA. I'm not even sure what it, I think it's back to Star Lake Amphitheater, right? But people have called that through so many name changes yeah. that have gone on there. And, um, you know, it's just kind of one of those familiar things that, People are going to know what you're talking about regardless. I guess, you know, when folks like me write newspaper articles, we'll call it by its proper name. But just conversationally, it's going to be tough to break the Heinz Field habit. I think I already did it once uh, on this show. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're always going to have a little bit of ownership in that, I think, regardless of what uh, what signage remains in place. But, you know, uh, again, it's it's one of those awkward situations, I guess, where they didn't uh, they didn't show the Steelers the money that, that they wanted to see compared to at least Acrisure. And, you know, I think there are uh, other things to consider here. I mean, the Steelers have have been asked uh, quite a few times. I know at least by us and I'm sure other outlets, would they be interested in trying to host the NFL draft someday? What would you need mm. to do renovation wise to your stadium to to make that more of a possibility. I think the Super Bowl was probably a pie in the sky idea. Um, yeah. But there's just, you always want more, I think, um, you know, with a venue like that. And they, they obviously want to keep it around uh, longer than Three Rivers, which lasted 30 years. So you're, you're going to need to make enhancements and uh, you need money to do that. So from that standpoint, I certainly get it. And, uh, you know, lest you ever forget <laughs> the NFL and uh, in sports is is big business for sure, and uh, they they don't care too much about your feelings most of the time. 
We talked to a bunch of people who were feeling nostalgic about those old stadium names too. So like Three Rivers Stadium, Pitt Stadium, Forbes Field. So here's a little bit of that. Nah, I'd rather keep it hands. Why don't we just go back to Three Rivers? I would love for it to be Three Rivers Stadium. It should stay Three Rivers Stadium. Why? Because in those days, we gave more of a damn about the uh, location than we cared about some name uh, that was just making money off of it. Do I care? No, not one tiny little bit. Because why? It's the Steelers. And I don't care where they play. They could play in a ball field up the street, and they're still going to be the Steelers. The weirdest part about the change to me is that they changed the name from field to stadium. And, you know, to get a little nerdy about it, you go from two syllables to six. Now it's just a mouthful. I was just saying to a friend recently, every insurance ad that I can think of is funny because there's nothing fun about insurance. At least I like buying ketchup. One of my friends, Mark, said he thinks that Permanis missed their chance, and they did. I've seen a bunch of other people talk about how they wish it had been, like, a Pittsburgh-based company. So does it bug you that a bunch of, like, Grand Rapids-based Betsy DeVos donors now own a piece of our sports legacy? Yeah, it's, it's definitely strange, um, you know, as, as somebody who's objective now and, um, you know, covers the team um, you know, for, for the newspaper rather than uh, more of a fan who's sitting in the stands week in and week out. I'm a little bit more removed from it, but it's just, it's weird. Um, I think that there's so many memories that are attached to Heinz and, you know, eventually people are going to get over it. You, you talked about how a lot of people, yeah. it took them years to even get used to calling it Heinz. So think, you know, time heals all wounds, as they say. I was just looking back at an article from when they um, announced that it was going to be Heinz Field and there were some uh, upset fans that it wasn't called like Art Rooney Stadium or, or something mm. like that. And um, I think even back then there, there was a wistfulness that uh, they were kind of selling out, so to speak. But people got over that. I do think it'll be harder to get over, uh, like you said, a, a company that has really no ties to the region other than, I guess we should note in the Steelers press release, they uh, were, were careful to acknowledge that Greg Williams, uh, who founded this Acrisure company, is a lifelong Steelers fan. So if that makes uh, you feel any better, uh, one of us, I guess, right? You can you can cling to that Steeler Nation. <laughs> Brian Bacco is a Pittsburgh native, a Steelers fan, but an objective reporter. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brian, for joining us. Thanks, Morgan. A little news before you go. There's a new number to call if you need mental health support. Instead of dialing the 10-digit number for the Suicide Prevention Hotline, you can dial 988. It's the universal number to get connected with mental health services in the state. And since it's shorter, it should be easier to memorize than the old one. Do you remember earlier this year when we couldn't stop talking about redistricting? Well, guess what? Now the state and congressional districts are sorted... But the city's going to do it, too. And it's for the same reason. Even city council districts have to be redrawn every 10 years to reflect new census data. Pittsburgh city councilors say they're nearing a final version of the election map. But there's a catch. If we end up annexing any nearby communities like Wilkinsburg, they'll have to start all over again. And Pittsburgh artist Kyle Holbrook has a new project, the Pittsburgh Art Park, which he hopes will include the largest mural in city history. That's pretty cool. If he gets his way, it'll depict Black and Hill District history next to the new Salim's Market and Grill. The old one's in the strip.
That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh, and we're sticking with that name. If you like the show, here's what you can do. You can tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, and of course, leave us a review and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning, same time, same place, same name, with more news from around the city. So we'll see you then. Well, I'm sure there'll be some some people who would say, "Ah, oh, Hackersource, what the heck is that all about? You know, why didn't they get Heinz? Why didn't they get Heinz to pony up more money? Blah blah blah." You're always going to see stuff like that, I'm sure. But you know, it might take five years for people to get accustomed to the Acre. I don't even know how to say it. Acresure, Acresource. What is it? I don't even know. So we'll figure it out somewhere down the road. Thanks, Dad. Sure. Off the <laughs> record now.